Welcome in to the Soren Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Braden, and today, as always, I am joined by Alan. Today, we're going, we're going to be celebrating a little bit, and we're going to be talking about the start of the NHL season and give a little season preview. Uh, we won't pro- go over every team. That's, there's 31 teams, and we don't necessarily have time to go through every little team out there. But we're going to discuss, you know, major points, things we're going to expect from the season, uh, what has gone on in the offseason. Uh, we have some breaking news from the Vegas Golden Knights we're going to get to when we talk about the Western Division. So we're just going to get started talking about hockey and the fact that it's going to be uh, going on today. But before we get into how Alan's doing, Alan, you're going to be watching any games today? Yes, I am. I, I will be watching probably all three of them. Um, fun fact, the last time I watched a hockey game on TV was 11 years ago. Uh, it was Sidney Crosby trying and Evenki Malkin and Marc-Andre Fleury and the Penguins trying to get over the hump by beating the Red Wings. Like, it, they, it was just tough, but I was a huge fan of the Penguins. Um, I am still am a little bit, but, like, because it's Sidney Crosby. It was my guy. That was the last time I watched. And then from there, um, I just didn't have the channel to watch it, but now I do have it. I will be watching. I'll be watching the games, looking forward to it. And you know, especially Britain, I love to see fights. And there's nothing better than that. And hopefully this this hockey season turns out to be very good. I, uh, I hope so too. I'm hoping for a Stanley Cup to make its way to Colorado. Uh, we'll get into that as the more we talk about the West, I might get a little. <laughs> yeah, we will. I might look, get a little Homer fanboy going on there, but I'll try to keep uh, yeah. <laughs> that bias out of this podcast as best I can. <laughs> well, I know. I know you always bring that myself. I've learned to, you know what? You also got to bring some some objectivity, I would say. But, but hey, it's good once in a while to be a, a fanboy. So that's what this podcast is about, and that's, what, that's how we roll. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah. So, Kevin, how? Uh, let's get to it then. If there's any, nothing else that we want to add to this silliness and joke joking around. <laughs> hey, I think we're good. Can you hear me now? Yeah, I can hear you. Okay. Sorry, folks. I lost a little audio on my end. Uh, but yes, yeah, so Alan, how you doing? Oh, I've been doing good. Yeah, I've been doing good. Um, just had to do some homework, get done, and and that's been taken care of. And so far, nothing much other than the fact that we have a great NHL season coming up. So, so what what else can we say? <laughs> Not much. About the same, really. I think the game to watch tonight is the the Blues and the Avalanche. Uh, that's the primetime game at NBC Sports Network at 8.30 Mountain Standard Time. Uh, yep. Yeah, so that's the game I'd recommend. Wednesday night is when we're recording on January 13th. So it's you guys will probably know the results of that game by the time we come out, but or this comes out. But let's, uh, let's go into it. We're going to talk about the teams division by division. Just kind of go through what's been going on. If uh, 
you remember what we did with the NBA season previews. It's going to be the same thing pretty much. We're just going to talk about the league as a whole and just break it down. In the North, uh, for those – so for what's – for the important thing to note for our fan hockey fans is this season is going to look a little different. Baseball fans, we're we're we kind of are used to this idea because we got a, a little bit of uh, division realignment, and basically we had a similar thing: East, Central, and West. Uh, in baseball, it's the same thing here in hockey, where we have North, East, Central, and West. So teams have been realigned. They're going to be playing mostly in their own divisions, just like baseball. And they're going to, it's, it's basically a baseball like schedule. So this is, if you're wanting to get into hockey, Alan, this is probably a good season to do it game after game after game. It's going to be brutal for the players, but man, is it going to be fun to watch? Yeah, it will be. And obviously you're returning the favor uh, that I mentioned that with basketball, like great time to get into basketball. I uh, couldn't agree more with you. It is a perfect time. I would say for me to get back into hockey and, and really see what I have missed for the past 11, 10 years already. So, so it'll be fun to really see the games and get to know some of the players that I had no idea that were pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we're uh, let's we're going to enjoy that. In fact, uh, in the Northern Division, many would argue has the best player in all of hockey. Uh, my uh i would argue he's definitely top two that's for sure and that is Connor mcdavid with the edmonton oilers and uh he he is a phenomenal player to watch if uh you want to watch a good player and just see generational type talent on the ice edmonton is where you want to go they got last year's mvp and uh dry they got Connor mcdavid arguably mm-hmm. another mvp as top top defensive pairing there and it's just going to be exciting to watch Edmonton and Toronto I feel are going to be are going for that number one spot in the division so Mm -hmm. just in case you didn't know Alan and for those listening the way the playoffs is going to work is it's not going to be the same as it has been in previous years it's going to be the top four teams from each division are going to be having like kind of like a round robin uh, just playing themselves and the it's either the top if I'd have to double check, but I want to, Alan can check that for me real quick, but it's, I want to say it's the top team, whoever comes out of that then moves on to the next round in the playoffs. It's either the top team or the top two teams. Yeah. Let me check that out. Um, I heard something like that, but let me check it out. That way we're not, um, what's it called? We're not making a, an error. Um, yeah, it says the top four teams in each division division will qualify for the 2021 playoffs under this season's realignment. The first two rounds of the playoffs will be played under a pure divisional format, with the first place team in each division playing the fourth place team and the second place team playing the third place team. And the winner of those series will then play each other in the second round. The four teams then advance to the third round, dubbed the Stanley Cup semifinals, and will be reseeded based on regular season points okay yeah that's that makes sense so yeah so with the north the divisions everyone's kind of figuring out where the strong as we do where the strongest division is whereas the weakest division which divisions have the best competition and honestly the more i've looked at it can 
the Canadian division or the Northern division as it is dubbed by the NHL this season probably had some of the most exciting competition to watch because Toronto and Edmonton are probably going to go for those top spots. But like you have teams like Montreal, Calgary, Vancouver, and Winnipeg, they're Mm -hmm. still, they're, they're still, they're coming up. They're great teams, exciting to watch. All of them made the, all those teams were in the round robins and playing rounds for the playoffs last year. So it's just going to be, it's going to be a lot of great competition to see in those teams. Yeah, I do agree with that. I think this, um, having the North division, I think it's going to be like, based on what I briefly saw and the highlights, um, I think it's going to be a division that um, will bring some excitement. Uh, It will be, um, obviously, you mentioned Edmonton and Toronto are going to battle it out, and I have no doubt about it. And I was just going to come down to, like, really how they how they play and also that there'll be home home field advantage for them now that the Canadian government were granted permission to play some games there. So I think that's a huge plus, especially for the players that now they don't have to worry about like, oh, I have to stay in the US and play. They can play in their home and in, in their home stadium knowing that our families are gonna be okay. And and I think really that's that's even great for for the for the North Division, exactly, and it's it's going to be exciting to watch. We'll uh, we'll get in later. We'll we'll go into after we talk about each division. We'll go into guys. We'll talk about how rosters are going to be constructed this year because it's a bit different than previous years. So we'll get into those details after we talk about the finer points of the divisions and the seasons and whatnot. But uh, yeah, so like, unfortunately for uh, Ottawa fans, they're not going to be seeing the playoffs this year. You guys are still rebuilding, but uh, you guys are getting a lot of great pieces. You have a lot of great young prospects in their system. It's just a matter of will they pan out and will they actually succeed in the in the NHL? Yeah, absolutely. And don't let it get better. Like, just don't get discouraged for that. We'll soon see them in the playoffs, so. For sure. Like, don't don't get the skirts on that. No. We all go through growing pains, you know, like yeah. each team has moments where it's not necessarily as good as it could be. Moving on from the north, we're going to go to uh, the eastern division. And uh, those are our east coast teams. So we have Boston, Buffalo, New Jersey, New York, New York, uh, Philly, Pittsburgh, and Washington. Alan, what are you, what's uh, from what you've been seeing? What is the team you're expecting being that number one or the top four teams from this division? This is like Golden Corral for me, pretty much. Um, pretty much like you have. I don't know who's really going to win this, um, but I'll say like the Flyers. They're still going to be there after what happened last last year, like coming close to the Stanley Cup. I think they're. They, they're going to be hungry to, to get to that point and really win. So I think what I think Philly will, will actually be more of determined to get to the Stanley Cup because they were just close. They they were close of, of getting there. They were the top seed. I think they're 
they're really determined. Um, I would also look at, um, I think Boston has a great opportunity as well, and Pittsburgh. I know they still have Sidney Crosby. As long as you have him and, and really you try to surround them better, they're still, Pittsburgh will never go away. And I think, and obviously Washington with Ovechkin, uh, I know it was a so-so season for them, but I think Washington will be one of those teams. So I see those those teams, those four teams, making a huge like battle for it. But I think Philadelphia is going to be so hungry after what happened last year, and they really want to get to that Stanley Cup Finals. And after being being ousted, were and having the best record in in the NHL. Yeah, that's uh, going to be interesting to see because, uh, you know, Boston is tough every year. It's Boston, you know, like no matter what sport you're in, except for baseball. Uh, but that's an argu- argument for another day. Maybe that'd be a fun episode. <laughs> to do. Anyway, Boston is just always a monster, as it should be. But like, it's just always competitive. It's always tough. Um mm-hmm. And unless you're the Red Sox, don't almost always got a chance to get into the playoffs. Sorry, Red Sox fans, but you guys have your ups and downs. <laughs> but especially with the Bruins, besides them having the most boring logo in all of sports, mm-hmm. like they have a great team, great goaltender, great you know top line, great top pairing. So they're they're set to go. They got depth. My only question is, do they have, you know, the youth on their side to go through and do it? Because in this season, the older you are, the harder it's going to be. Mm-hmm. And that's even, I think, going to affect uh, the Capitals a little bit because Ovechkin, he's getting up there in age. You know, I uh, I want him to go and get that uh, <clears throat> career goal scoring record that Wayne Gretzky currently has. That's mm-hmm. uh, going to be an episode to go over later and whether or not that's a good thing for hockey or a bad thing. But personally, I feel it'd be a great thing if he were to get it. Yeah, absolutely. Like just like any other record, um, some records are not there to last and they're meant to be broken. So I, I think that would be, that would be great to hear once, once that happens. Yeah. And unfortunately for, you know, Caps fans and Rangers fans for that matter, or did he, Hen, hen, uh, Henrik Lundqvist, uh, longtime goaltender of either. Alan, look it up for me. I want to say it was the Islanders, uh, but it could have been the Rangers. He was on one of the New York teams for a long time, but he uh, he had to go and get open heart surgery this off season, so he's no longer going to be able to play after signing that one year deal uh, with the Capitals. And while he's not, you know, the same like backstop goaltender he was before where he was just fantastic. He, he's still a very decent goaltender and he's got a lot of, you know, experience and wisdom he could have used to help that team and just help Caps fans in general. But, you know, you still got great goaltending. You still have a great, great goal scoring in Washington. So, you know, and, the rest of your division, they're they're tough, and that's what you need. Is you need to be able to score goals and be able to have a maybe not you know the best goal tender in the league, but at least a pretty decent one. And I think they got that in uh, in Washington. 
Yeah. Oh, you mean Henrik Lovqvist? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know that's going to be tough. Um, I've, I remember him as well. Um, he's always been consistent as far as uh, goalkeeping in, in hockey, like one of the best. And But, yeah, I think, like I mentioned, like this is a tough division. Um, this is going to be a division that really um, I think I see a, 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 conf, a conference finals appearance for one of these teams just because it's a tough division. And any time, like in any sport, you come from a tough division. Like, it just shows you that I would say probably 85% of the time, they're the ones that are either getting going to the, to the conference finals or win it at all. Just because, like, the games are going to be tough in the regular season, and that will prepare the teams in, that, in the Eastern Division to really step it up in the playoffs as well. Exactly. And everyone in hockey is saying this is the division that you got to watch. You know, the Northern, it's going to be a lot of fun competition, fun games. If you want to see grinding night after night, then you want to go to the, that Eastern Division. And we're going to move on from the Eastern Division. Alan, be before we do that, top four teams from the North and the East so far. Who do you have going from each of those two divisions? Who do you have going into the playoffs? Top four? Yeah, well, so start with the North. Okay, in the North, obviously it's going to be Edmonton and Toronto. They're going to be the top two teams. Uh, I don't know who – I think I'm going to go with Edmonton with the fact that with Connor McDavid, um, unbelievable. I think Edmonton will be number one. Toronto, number two. Then I would go with Winnipeg and Montreal as to round up the top four and the north. I'd have to agree to that. I think Toronto's got a slight edge to Edmonton. So I have Toronto as the number one, Edmonton as number two. And then I have Vancouver and Winnipeg making it with the Montreal and Calgary just barely missing out. Okay. All right. That's I won't I won't dispute any of that. It's just interchangeable. So it really is. And yeah. You know, like, I don't think Calgary's got enough to make it this year. Uh, Montreal is going to put up a great fight. I just think uh, Vancouver and Winnipeg are thirsty and hungry for those playoffs. And I think they, they might have that slight desire a bit more than uh, a lot of the other teams up north. Yeah, absolutely. Do agree with that. How about the East? <sighs> Uh, like I said, it's going to be a tough division. Very tough. Um, I'm going to go with Philadelphia. I think, like I said, they're, they're hungry to, to, to make a, a run and to get to the Stanley Cup. I, I'll say Philadelphia. Then uh, Boston, Pittsburgh, and I will go with the uh, Capitals. I think they're they're going to bounce back and and they will make they will round up the top four in their division. Okay, that's pretty interesting. So you have Buffalo even after the signing of great forward uh, Taylor Hall looking on continuing their uh, playoff draft. Then, pretty much, yes. I know they made a great signing in that, but it's going to be close. I would say, like 
is there like they're not gonna miss the playoffs by like oh 15 games they're probably one or two games behind Washington I'd agree I think for me top four I think I'll have I have Pittsburgh and Boston as one and two um and then I think probably we'll see Philly in that number three spot. I don't know what it is about the Philadelphia team, but there's something about it that I like, and I haven't quite figured it out yet. When we do about a, a mid-season catch-up, well, we can talk yeah. about that. Mm-hmm. See if I figured that out. But as of right now, I haven't figured that out yet. And then as for the fourth spot, I haven't quite decided if it's going to be Buffalo the Islanders or the Capitals. And this is why. So Okay, I'm listening. Buffalo, I think adding Taylor Hall on that one-year $9 million deal is enough to at least get them to the dance of the playoffs. Get them there. I don't think they're going to make a great run. Mm-hmm. I think they need a bit more, but I think that could get them there. Islanders... Okay. They made it all the way to the Eastern Conference Finals last year. I think they could do it again. They, they've lost a lot of pieces, but I think they still have that foundation, that main core that they ha- had there enough to get back there. So I think they could do it. I don't think they'll have as much success in the regulars or to do so, but I think they could do it. I still see that they have a lot of those same players there. They've been in a bit of a cap crisis, which was good for my Colorado Avalanche. We'll talk about that later. (laughs) (laughs) And then for the Capitals, like, I just can't go against Ovechkin for whatever reason. There's just whatever teams he has, they've never been mediocre. And there's always some reason why you just can't rule them out. It's like uh, Tom Brady with, the NFL you just can't rule him out it's like uh yeah well it's like the Yankees and the Dodgers you just can't rule them out in baseball you know it's there's or it's like LeBron MJ Kobe you just there's something about those players and those teams that they're on where you're just like something's got to happen for them not to make it in uh-huh yeah so I don't know who the four be but those are the teams I have fighting for those that division new jersey i don't think's there uh the mm-hmm. rangers i think they're close but i think they'll be out looking in this year yeah i i i do agree uh with the capitals that's why i have them there um there's as long as they have one a top i would say a top player in ovechkin you're gonna have a shot and and like I said, that's another team that they're hungry. I think Ovechkin that is not satisfied with just winning one. I think he wants multiple. That way he's considered as one of the greats in, in hockey. So I think I believe that he he's not finished at all either, nor are the Capitals. No, I don't think so either. And that's why you can't rule them out. Yeah. But uh, it's it's interesting. And I think on that, that's kind of what leads us going into uh, the Central Division because there's some great players that are in the Central Division and there's some teams in there that you you just have a bad feeling ruling out. Yeah, absolutely. The Central, it's, sim- it's again, similar. Um, 
you have the defending champions in the Lightning. Um, I expect them to make them. Um, will they win it? Will they win their division? I, I say it's a highly yes, but also like the injury to Nikita Kucherov, like done for the year. That's going to be like, how are they going to respond? Like, like I know they still have a lot of the guys returning, but losing a player like that of that magnitude, it's, it's going to be very interesting how they, how they will respond. But obviously they're the champions. They're not going to back down. And, and I think really the scoring will, it's going to come in different places, but it's, but they're going to find a way to, to really make it through. Yeah, I'd agree. A lot of power rankings are put in Tampa as number one in the NHL currently. And yes, I get they won the Stanley Cup, but at the same time, I think they've lost a lot of key pieces in their Stanley Cup run. Like you said, Kucherov, he's out. Uh, I can't, I don't remember for sure as we're recording, but I believe Stamkos is still out with injury. So there's a lot of players that they need that aren't necessarily back to full capacity. What does help Tampa Bay is the fact that they don't have to play Boston and Pittsburgh this year. If they were in that Eastern division, I don't think they'd do well. I don't think they could keep up with Boston and Pittsburgh. Okay. I, I understand. I understand the notion. Um, but I do expect Tampa Bay to actually win their division. Uh, obviously, the, the, the runner-up, Dallas, um, they actually, they wowed everybody. They, they, were, they finished second in the Stanley Cup. And I think they want to they wanna get back into that and and really show that what happened last year wasn't the fluke and that they they want to show that they're for real because that's the question around dallas is it all a fluke from last year they surprised a lot of people the avalanche included um so the question is now can they do it again and the problem with i see with dallas is they're getting older Mm -hmm. and the way they play when you're as with how intense and how physical they play compared to a lot of these other teams in their division. I just don't know if, if they can succeed in the way this game is, or this schedule is laid out. It's, yeah. it's going to be tough. And when you play that physical, it, it takes its toll a lot quicker than a lot of other team teams will see. Yeah, I see that. I see physicality. Like if you're a younger team, uh, you can do it, yes. Older, like it's harder. Have to, it's harder, yes. So, but I agree. They're in the playoffs. Dallas, I'm, I'm not sold on them yet. But however, ask me like how it wants the playoffs start and everything. Then you can ask me that question. But um, I'm not sold on them yet. Um, I think they're. I don't know if they're going to be in that conversation. But like I said, if. If they show if they show that hey what happened last year wasn't a fluke, then okay then we'll 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 add them in the conversation. But I got Chicago like Patrick Kane like unbelievable player like goal scoring machine. I think Chicago like they. So they you're in on Chicago year. this year. What was it? You're in on Chicago this year then. Pretty much, I think Chicago. Okay. Um, 
I think they're the ones that they're going to win the division. They are, and I think they're. I won't be surprised if I see Chicago making a run to the conference finals or even the Stanley Cup, for that matter. I mean, I get where that's coming from because it's Chicago. They're they've they're always been a really good team, but they they've kind of torn a lot down this off season. Okay. And you're one of the few people that I've spoken to about hockey that's actually in on Chicago. <laughs> yeah, I know. They are. So maybe just... uh, it, it could be a dark horse team. That That's for sure. It could be yeah, dark horse. We I don't know. Just, uh, that's what I mean by it's just one of those teams that I think could ruin uh, somebody, whoever gets the best record and, and you have to face Chicago. Like, I think that they're the team that they're going to just ruin somebody's best record season and – I think they're going to play that that spoiler for the best record. And from there, I think even make a run to the conference finals or or even the Stanley Cup. I won't be surprised if that happens. Interesting. So, so you got Tampa, Dallas. Do you have Carolina or, or a Columbus? I will go with Columbus. Okay. I will go Columbus in. Um, obviously, Detroit, they're in rebuilding still. But I think now they they have their GM and Steve Eiserman, a for a great in for in Red Wings history, and I also give him credit for what he has done at Tampa Bay, building a championship. So if he can do it at Tampa Bay, I think in a few years Detroit, they're going to be back in the conversation just because Steve Eiserman knows the franchise, he's played in it, has success in it, he served as an executive there, as an assistant GM to Ken Holland. And I think now, like, I, he is bringing what he learned to Tampa Bay over to Detroit into what's the new NHL. So I say probably give it two more years for Detroit, and and they will be back in the mix. I'd agree. And what really helps hockey is when those original six teams are doing well. It's hurt. It hurts hockey when the Red Wings don't do well. I mean, mm-hmm. the Red Wings logo, it's iconic. You know, oh, yeah. and as an as fan, you know, you kind of have this a bit of a distaste for that logo and the team because of that big rivalry back in the 90s. Oh, yeah, I know. But that'd be a fun one to talk about one day. But um, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. But like, so it, in one way, it hurts the hockey, just overall hockey fan in me to see the Red Wings do so poorly. But then you get the avalanche fan in me who's actually kind of excited about it. So, <laughs> you know, you you like to see your rivals do, do like you want them to do well, but you also don't want them to do well. It's a tough battle yeah, I sometimes. <laughs> but, I know. <laughs> so I actually, so you got your top four in the central division is Tampa, Dallas, Chicago, and Columbus. That's correct. Okay. So you don't, what do you think about Florida and Nashville? Nashville, there was a time I thought, yeah, but I think like their time, it's they're gonna battle still, but I just Nashville, they're not gonna, I'm not sold on them. Um, they're still gonna make the playoffs, but I'm I'm not sold on them like as far as like as a team. I just mm-hmm. think that um, they reached their peak when they made the Stanley the Stanley Cup Finals. Um, 
So, but I will be I will be surprised uh, that if they make a run, I think they could be the new New York Islanders or Dallas Stars, where we didn't see those teams come coming and boom, they're in the Stanley Cup Finals again. So I think um, I'm not sold on them, but then yet again, um, if they do make the playoffs and they decide to be Dallas, then kudos to them. Mm -hmm, exactly. I think Nashville's a team where you got to be weary of them just because they're there and they, they've had, they can, they can be that threat. But like you were just saying, Alan, the way they're playing right now, a lot has, or the way they're constructed as a team, they have to have a lot go right just for them to be in that dance. Um, same with Florida. They have to have a lot more go right than Nashville, but Florida is kind of like that team that people kind of forget about in, in hockey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty and, much. It's like, it's like, like in Florida, like what's hockey? Like, do we have a team? No offense, but it's just like one of those. But hopefully they can prove us wrong. But I don't know what to say about Florida either. No, that, that'd be something I'd have to look into more. Florida fans, if you're listening to this, reach out to us. What do you guys what are you guys expecting out of this season? We uh you guys and that goes for any team we've discussed today. We we can only know so much about any team we talk about. So just reach out and let us know. Uh, but for me personally, I think Tampa Bay is going to win that division. I think they're excited that they don't have to go against Boston and Pittsburgh. So mm -hmm. they're, they're excited that they might not have to meet them until the conference finals. And so they're going yeah, to go win their division. Agree. I think number two, I think would be uh, Dallas. Dallas is just playing good hockey. Um, I think they got enough to keep going. Mm-hmm. And then I got Carolina and Columbus making the dance with Nashville just looking out. Okay. Um, I don't think Chicago is good enough to make it. They've kind of torn a lot of what they had that would help them succeed. They've torn and traded that it down, traded it away. They've had a lot of their players that they would need this season get injured. So they'd have to have a lot go right. Yeah. So I think Absolutely. they're looking out. Whereas Carolina... It's for that fourth spot. It's between Carolina and Nashville for me. The Blue Jackets I see as making it in, and then it's either the Predators or the Hurricanes for me. That's yeah. a fourth seed. That makes sense. Okay. That so, makes sense, but we'll see. We'll see. I think it's. I think, but I will say the Central Division will play the spoiler in, in the Eastern Conference. Um, I'm just saying it right now. Oh, yeah, for sure. I could agree yeah, they're, to that. They're going to play spoiler. I could agree to that. There's a lot of teams in there that can play spoiler. Yeah, absolutely. We, Well, this is my opinion, but we saved the best division for last, but uh, we, we all know why at this point. <laughs> um, <laughs> Competition-wise, it's definitely not the best division, Okay. Let me get that out there. It's not the best division. The, we've I've already said the North and the East competition wise are it's going to be a lot better. Yeah, I do agree with that absolutely. The Western division is very top heavy. Uh, everyone's got the top three spots pretty much up in the air between three teams. 
Alan, can you guess the three teams before I say them? Oh, well, it's obviously Colorado, Vegas, and St. Louis. Exactly, and that's the order I have it going in. That's the order, Colorado, Las Vegas, and St. Louis? That's my order, and that's uh, mostly just because I have the Avalanche win in the division, but I can get into that later. Okay, yeah, we can get into that. But I do agree with that. I've seen the Avalanche. I've, I've been so impressed. Like, they're climbing up back to to the top. Um, I think, really, I, I do expect the Avalanche to – to have the best record in the Western Conference. Uh, I think also Vegas will – I think those three, they're going to battle it out for the best record in the West. I I really do see it. The mm-hmm. three best teams in the Western Conference are right there. And and really, I think they're going to have a shot. And the fourth one is just going to be who really wants it. Like, I don't know – what what will happen? But I I just think that um, I think maybe Arizona could have a shot. Mm. A lot of people are picking Arizona. So I'll, I'll have Arizona in the fourth. I've heard that as well, and I think it'll be great for more playoffs in Arizona. I know that's I know like the Coyotes they're they're an interesting team where they will have a great season or no. <laughs> Not good, but I think really Arizona is going to be the last team that will get the playoff spot. But I'm not going to sleep on the Kings either. I think they also they're also going to try and and get there. And this is now seasons don't necessarily carry year to year, but I am weary of the Kings in the division for the Avs. Okay. But that's just because, for whatever reason, the Avs struggled against the Kings last year. Uh huh. So there's whatever year, whatever sport it is, you always have a team that you just struggle against. Yeah. And uh, last year for the Avs, I was the Kings. So I'm wary of that. Uh, it's kind of exciting because while the Red Wings aren't necessarily in division or conference anymore, so that rivalry's kind of died out. We kind of got a couple new rivalries going. We got one with – it's kind of fun to see how the Vegas rivalry is going to grow with this. Um, A lot of people are saying Colorado and Vegas are rivals, and I can see it just because of the regional thing. Mm -hmm. And But, like, I don't know how much stock there is into that. But definitely Colorado and Minnesota, I'd say, are in that rival territory. And that's Mm -hmm. just because of that Game 7 playoff loss. And – so I think top three is Colorado, Vegas, St. Louis. And then I have that four spot going anywhere from Arizona or Minnesota. I think San Jose, LA, and Anaheim, they're, they're, those California teams are just kind of not do, going to do it this year, I think. Okay. I can see that happening, but I have Arizona as the fourth, the fourth spot. Yeah. No, like – and. See, that's the thing. Like, a lot of people, they're taking Arizona for that four spot. I uh, And I it hate – I it kind of, like, is a thing I don't want to see and say, but Minnesota's still a good team. I can't just say, hey, no, Minnesota, you can't make well, it I in. Well, I know that. I know Minnesota's so pretty I, good. I think yeah. Minnesota could do it. I just don't know if, if it's, it's – so it's either them or Arizona, I think. Okay. That's that's a fair argument. Pretty 
a fair analysis. Pretty good. So, and I think just with the way I see Minnesota, they're kind of in that retooling mode right now, it, it feels like. So maybe they've gotten the tools put together so they can go on that big run. I And mm-hmm. I kind of think they're getting there, but I don't think it's quite there yet. But I think that they're at least going to see some progress. Okay. And that, so, that's, that's good to know about them. And, and yeah, I'll keep an eye on Minnesota as well, see how they do. And then next season, well, we will really dive into into those guys as well exactly and uh there's some news in the in the hockey world things that we'll need to go over nuances of the season that'll help everybody understand uh for the vegas fans out there you guys have your first uh captain you got announced today your captain is mark stone stone a or stone however his last name is pronounced it's spelled stone but it could be be pronounced stone depending on you know languages and whatnot because that always plays a role but he is the vegas's first captain in their franchise's young history exciting news i think i uh i actually heard about it from a vegas fan he was the one that told me and he he was pretty excited he uh he basically told me he won he's excited and uh he says, finally, after four seasons, dude is a stud. So, and I couldn't agree more. He's just an absolute great player. He 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 shows what Vegas is all about, and he's he's in for the ride. Yeah, he is. And I've seen the guy play. He's a tremendous leader, and that's why was he there when like the when Vegas made the Stanley Cup as an expansion. I believe so. Or... I believe he was on that expansion draft. Oh, he was? I believe so. That okay. or he was signed. All right. Well, he's been tremendous. And I think that's why, like, I've had, I have several friends who, who are Golden Knights fans from Vegas. And they've said, like, I love how he plays. I love the leadership. And that's why I've come to the games, just because there's a lot of excitement in in Las Vegas, and I think really them becoming the first team, the first franchise to come to Vegas, I think it's showing, like, hey, you know what? You can, Vegas can be like, yeah, like the, where it comes to gambles and all, but it's also a place where you can come and succeed. And I think really um, in the future, I, I, I have a feeling that uh, Mark Stone is going to be the one uh, lifting the Stanley Cup for Las Vegas, and that will go nuts when that happens. And and then from there, like thanks to the to the Golden Knights, that's even going to open up opportunities for for franchises to even consider Las Vegas as a place. Like, hey, if the Golden Knights can can do it and have won championships here, why not? Why not us? So I think that's great news for the Golden Knights and also for 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 las vegas yeah and it's exciting with the the vegas team because had they not had the success they had back in 2017 when they first became a team um their fan base wouldn't be as strong as it is today yeah like vegas fans are very passionate about their team had they not been successful and made it to 
you know, the Stanley Cup playoffs and the finals themselves. Sure, it would have been a lot better had they won it, but Vegas fans were like, or they realized they went up against Ovechkin and the Capitals, and you have to be like on top, top every night to beat, beat them that year. But they they recognize that this is a great team, and it's only continuing to get better year in and year out. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that. That's and, why I've, I've it's one of those teams I just love to watch. Like when I make time and there's a hockey game and they're playing, I'm watching them just because they, they bring that excitement and they bring Vegas. Like you can tell right away they fit Las Vegas perfectly like a glove. Exactly. And, you know, when you name – when someone gets named captain, it's just a huge honor. Everyone – gets excited for them they they rally behind the captain you know like fans now have someone that can that they can go that's our captain that's the guy that leads our team you know he's the guy that you know he's not necessarily the enforcer on the team but he's there to back the enforcer up he's the one to be like hey uh uh-uh that's not okay with this in our team that's not how we play and that's not how you're going to play with us and it's that's what the captain does and, absolutely yeah and that's what you know and i'm going to flip that to but what i know with the avalanche that's what gabe landis school gets done with for us you know when those hits come that he doesn't like he lets people know and that's what a captain is 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 going to do and i think mark stone or stone a or however his he's his name is pronounced you know like he he's going to be that guy for Vegas, and that's that's important for a team. Yeah, absolutely. I do agree with that 100%. So it, it's exciting. Um, but yeah, uh, there's so moving on, uh, we need to quickly mention just how the least the, the season is going to work. Um, there's it's 56 games. Uh, Back to, they're going, there's going to be lots of back-to-backs, lots of little to no off dates, pretty much. Um, baseball fans trying to get into hockey, this is the year to do it because you're going to basically be seeing hockey in a baseball-style set schedule. Um, so you're going to be – and it's basically going to feel like the playoffs all year because with hockey playoffs, you see the team day in, every day and you play them against every day. Mm-hmm. You're going to play everybody twice. So we're going to play Colorado's playing St. Louis tonight and then Friday night. Okay. With a a break tomorrow. But so it's just, that's just how it's working. Um, Because of COVID, you all, you have a taxi squad, baseball fans. You remember the taxi squad. Um, It's just reserve players that you can call up in case of uh, COVID injuries they're, they're going to be traveling and practicing with the team uh, and able to just come up at a moment's notice. Uh, call-ups in hockey are still the same. They're still going to function the same. However, the new call-up's going to have to quarantine and be put on the taxi squad for a week before he can join the, his, the club. Okay. So that's, that's kind of how that's going to work um, and just how it's working. So... There's not much to it, but it's important to kind of keep that in mind as we get started on the season. Awesome. Good to know. Good to know. 
So, but yeah, so Alan, at the end of the day, who's winning? Who's winning it all? Who is winning it all? I think it's going to be Vegas winning it all. <laughs> yes, over. I think it's going to be over a team coming out of the Eastern Division. I'd agree to that. Yeah, just because, like the, like I mentioned, the East, when when you can win in that division, you can you can win anywhere. So I think I I truly have a feeling that it's it will be someone from the East. I think Philadelphia this time they will they will be in the Stanley Cup Finals, but Vegas will will host it. Will be will be hosting the Stanley Cup for the first time in franchise history, and their five years is it five or four years of existence in the NHL. We're going on four. They came at about in about 2017. Okay, good to know. But four years, and I think that will be the, I think the second fastest, uh, for an expansion for a team to win a championship. Yeah, you know, like Vegas is a good pick. I'm not going to, you know, argue too much against it as a pick. Um, Vegas is a great team. Lots of things going for them. Uh, you know, and if the, it's any year that for them to do it, it would be, I feel, this year. I think after this year, they if they don't, do well in the playoffs they have a lot of identity questions they need to go through and figure out coaching questions management questions that they need to sit down and figure out and figure out how they want to move forward because this is three years in a row now since their Stanley Cup appearance they've made early to late playoff exits and performed poorly in the playoffs so this year would have to turn it around for a lot of those people management to stay intact i feel but mm -hmm. if it goes well it goes well you know yeah absolutely so i feel like you're about to know who i'm going to pick and yeah, i know winning it all mr fanboy <laughs> i know i know mr fanboy okay so yes i'm going to be fanboy and i'm picking my colorado avalanche but listen to why i'm picking colorado with the analyst hat too Okay. okay, I'm doing both. Okay. <laughs> Fanboy is, you know, you pick your team, you ride or die with your team. <laughs> yeah. Analyst is sitting here going, okay, we have arguably the best player in NHL with Nathan McKinnon. Top line is McKinnon, Miko Rantanen, and Andre Burkowski or Gabriel Landeskog, our captain. And then top pairing is Devon Taves, who we got from the Rangers because they were going through cap trouble and decided they needed to trade him because he was going to go through arbitration. And that Colorado's like, we'll take him, take him, sign him to four-year extension. He's, he's great. Mm -hmm. We have Kale McCarr, rookie of the year winner last year and going to be a Norris trophy winner, or maybe not winner, but Norris Co trophy nominee this year. Okay. Mm -hmm. We okay. have, Nazem Kadri, you know, great player. We have Sam Girard, great defenseman. You know, we, we, we have the depth and we have, we're not just that top heavy line heavy team that we were when we made it back to the playoffs two years ago. 
And I think, and you know, I might be going a little too much into the bias here, but we're also a great team now. You know, you can't deny that. And I think the addition of Brandon Saad, who we got from Chicago in a trade, I think that helps cement our playoff run as someone that can help motivate our team as saying, hey, we've been here. We can do it. Don't worry too hard. It's going to be great. I've been here. This is what we can do. You know, we've lost in like two to three game sevens in like two, three years going now. So game seven is not our friend. But when you have someone like Brandon Saad who's experienced something like that before, he can be like, hey, let's let's just treat it like any other game. Yeah, it's game seven, but we got this, you know? And I think he can be that voice of reason. And out of all the years that a lot more uh, in the know people than myself in Avalanche world, everyone that's covering them on Avs Beat, everyone is saying the way the team is carrying themselves this year is like a team that's expecting to win the cup. And if you have players that are expecting it and carrying themselves that way, not only wanting it, but carrying themselves and basically having that attitude, like we got this, that's a hard team to beat. Like, I think they got it this year. They got, I don't, I'm not saying it's going to be easy, it's not going to be easy. Yeah, I know that. Yeah, absolutely. But I think they're going to do it this year. I, and I think out of the, the of the other conference, I think you know, I could see Tampa, Boston, or Pittsburgh coming out and being in the Stanley Cup Finals as well. Okay. Not bad picks at all. So. Yeah, absolutely. It's going to be a great hockey season. So for those that have NBC Sports Network, tune in. We have a trip, the triple header coming up. They're going to be great. And, and, and we will also do the midseason report on how the season is going and also talk about teams that are really surprising, teams that are really disappointed, and also about teams that could really pick it up this upcoming season and and really, like I said, this, these are these are different times. These are special times in not just the NHL, but of all the sports world. So as the hockey season starts in about, I'm saying, two hours, if I'm correct. Actually, there's a game going on right now. Oh, the game is on. One of the games is on right now. Well, if yeah, you once time, we're done recording, I'm going to go put it on my big projector. Okay, have at it. And those that have the network, go ahead and watch it, stream it, do what you can. We're going to have a great hockey season, and it's going to be full of surprises, full of hits, full of fights, but also full of opportunities for players that we never heard of to step up their game and help their team on the road to the Stanley Cup. Exactly. And, you know, let's, let's keep an eye on this hockey season. You know, it's it's going to be fun. Yeah, it will be. Uh, you know, like we mentioned, we got a lot of great stuff coming in the works. Uh, hopefully we can start the uh, 
as seasons go on, we might not be able to start the uh, international history players as we start covering the seasons a bit more. Uh, so that might be more of us doing an off-season series. But uh, yeah, so we're going to cover seasons and we're just going to go from there. Yeah, abs absolutely. So uh, everybody, hope you have a great day and let's go watch some hockey. Yeah, let's go watch him. All right. See you later, everybody. See ya.